Hi, welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about the nerdy things that we love. Today is episode 33. I'm your host, Matt Tapia. With us, as always, is Santa. Santa, thanks for making an appearance today. How's it going? Good. See, I got you, and I felt like you were about to go pick up that beer can, and I needed I needed a comment, I needed a quip, I needed something from you, and I got it before the beer can. You did. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Nicole, how, how are you doing? You know their Belmont shirt? I, I'm good. doesn't really show up on the podcast, but I just want to call out the fact that you're like yeah. three for three for the last three podcasts wearing a well, Belmont. I get a discount at the store. That, that's amazing. Do you work there? Who knows? I might. I could she, just, might. she might. I could just be a special individual. Well, nonetheless, <laughs> uh, thanks for representing your Belmont gear. I'm a size medium, in case you ever wanted to know. No, I know. Okay. Uh, we don't have Cameron with us today, Santa and Nicole, so uh, we asked somebody to pitch in, and who better than uh, my wife from KSR, Mrs. Tyler Thompson? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for filling in at such late notice. I feel like I'm the perfect person to fill in, considering I never saw the latest Star Wars. So We're not going to be talking about the latest Star Wars. Well, that's Star good, because yeah, I didn't cause, see it. Because actually Cameron has been watching Picard on on CBS All uh, Access. Well, I Have you been watching Picard? Either. All right. So. Well, you're not you're not an adequate substitute for Cameron, but then I who is? I fill in in other ways. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, I, I, I believe his quote was, let me pull it up here. It's been a hard Monday for our house. I don't think I can make it. What does that mean? I don't know. It could have been that hard because I saw his wife and his brother and sister-in-law just leisurely walking through the neighborhood, smiling and waving at me. So they're having a good day. Sounds like Cameron's having a hard Monday. Yeah, sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Uh, but uh, we're going to power through because we didn't get a chance to talk last week and we wanted to do it before it got really stale. We wanted to talk about the Oscars and I think we all saw it. Uh, and we even participated in the poll. Santa and I did pretty good. Santa, you edged me out by like one point. It was somewhat of a weighted pool. So like best picture and best actor, they are like three, three points. points. And then some of like the best supporting actor was was two points. So I think I made a mistake. I just did not put the weight into Parasite that I should have. Uh, how much do you think your votes of Parasite Santa weighed in on your victory? I mean, uh, I only only picked it for the one best picture. I think really just that. Oh, we're tied, Tapia. And then, I mean, best international. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, it, it was definitely going to win that, but I don't think that was only worth like one point. Wow, mm-hmm. you got yeah. nineteen points. Me and Matt have eighteen points, and then Cameron had seventeen. So a pretty, you we know, were, we were pretty close. Yeah. Now, if I had to pull up Tyler's, I think she just dominated me. Tyler, I don't know. She didn't do the weighted. She just did the straight ups. So. I was trying to count them up. I think I had 18 of the 24. Yeah. The problem is, is that... I didn't do the weighted part. The weighted yeah. parts. But. So, did you pick Parasite for the best picture? No. I picked 1917, which was the heavy favorite. Right. And that's kind of what I did, too. Yeah. Just because it also did well in the Golden Globes. But, uh... uh Nicole, you and Santa saw Parasite before the Oscars. What'd y'all think? I don't know what to think still. <laughs> it was a really good movie, and it was really interesting, but I, I still don't really know how to define it. 
it's like it's many things it was it was a good look into you know the kind of the class warfare type thing it's kind of like uh, a th- that, that's being really being brought out in today's world mm-hmm. i mean i know enough about it mm-hmm. so don't worry about you know yeah. over spoiling it but the the, the the what I've read is it kind of starts off as this this lighthearted jovial like haha wouldn't it be funny to mm-hmm. live at the wealthy people's house if you were in the the very very poor house and what what to what lengths would you you know fib or stretch the truth in order to gain access to said location. Yeah, there was, uh, it was pretty, it was really funny in a lot of places. I thought it was kind of going to end up being a horror movie with the name like Parasite and then there's a lot of really good South Korean horror movies. So I was kind of expecting it to go that route. Um, but it was kind of more of a thriller, I think, almost. Um, I mean, in the end, I heard it, it, it wasn't quite as funny. No. Yeah, it got, it got kind of dark, like, after kind of like, Right, two thirds away into the movie, then, then there's like a not a not a twist, but there's like a do we, do we, like more like more another layer gets added to the to the plot, and and then it, it really changes. You know, what, what, you what, find the skeletons in the basement, so to speak, or the closet, or, the closet. or were they in the basement? I you guess you to, have to go you see have to it. Watch it and find out. Well, we we will go see it, I think, soon enough, Tyler. But uh, we did catch on a few of the Best Picture uh, nominees before the Oscars. Mm -hmm. So we started off with Joker. Uh, We've talked about Joker a couple times on this podcast. Uh, We talked about why this group wasn't necessarily into it. Uh, Cameron saw it. I wish he was here because I would have talked just a little bit more about it. don't want to over-talk it. Uh, Santa, I definitely get why it, it's not your picture, right? Uh, I, Santa has his type. Mm. It, it ranges from uh, the Fast and the Furious to Sonic the Hedgehog, which we'll get to <laughs> later. Uh, but, you know, Santa has his type of movies, Tyler, and, and Joker isn't one of them. Uh, is Joker one of your type of movies? No, I really didn't like it. Um, I get that the the point of the film and to this point it was successful it's not you're supposed to be very uncomfortable while watching it mm-hmm. um i think joaquin phoenix did an amazing job but i'm the kind of person when i go see a movie i either want to be very entertained i you know i want to I want to laugh this just i didn't enjoy it mm-hmm. you know i just <laughs> there was nothing i you could never make me watch that again and see like, that's for me, I, I actually kind of like those movies. I like a movie that just sort of kind of makes me think and is just an interesting uh, insight into the human psyche. I do think Joaquin totally deserved the Oscar. I thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, Santa, one thing I, I don't know if you know about, but they, they did have Bruce Wayne and his father Thomas Wayne in the movie. And was it young, young Bruce, Bruce Wayne? Wayne. Hmm. Uh, you you did see the you know murder scene outside the movie theater, that sort of thing. You can't uh, have a you can't have a Batman related movie without showing. Did that. you see yeah. the pearls you, you spilling have, onto the puddle? Yes, of course, of course. It's a requirement Martha. now. <laughs> you have to have it. Uh, I will say they were 
very they gave a very I won't even say honest but a very different take on uh, Thomas Wayne. It wasn't all roses and puppy dog tales. Rich philanthropist. A little bit of a guy that was just you know I mean he 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 wasn't nice to everybody. Let's just say there's no good billionaires, right? They, and and Thomas Louis Wayne was, take. Was, was not was not one of them. Um, I, if there was only one thing that I have to say is is that even with a dark movie like that, I'd probably want like something to laugh at, and there was really nothing to laugh at. Maybe. But but the movie's called The Joker. It should be funny, right? <laughs> you would think, but they they left that part out. So I think part of it was for me. I have. You know, in my mind, I've seen past people play the Joker, and you know, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger. Obviously, Jack Nicholson's performance was much lighter, much more comedic. But Heath Ledger even brought some, you know, levity to it at times. Oh yeah, dark humor. Yeah, yeah. but this yeah. was just there was nowhere in which you could smile and just I I don't know. I need that bit of comic relief in a movie, even yeah. if it's ironic. Yeah. Um, when they initially released this, I was saying to myself, though, that we don't need this Joker movie. Um, Heath Ledger closed the book on it. And while I felt like he did from a comic book standpoint, this was a interesting... Like, I think Santa, if they wanted to take DC into a different direction and have some really momentum doing it, having a... I don't want to say honest, but that's the best word I can come up with. A, a more grounded, real-life take of some tragic... Because some of these superheroes are somewhat tragic. Probably not going to get a lot of box office hit, but it was it's an angle that DC could go to. If they were. Yeah, I mean, they could just, like, even for just the TV versions of it. I mean, so... Mm-hmm. I guess Joker TV show. I mean, it, you kind of you kind of had that in the, the the one season of Gotham where they yeah. you know the, the rise of Joker or whatever it was that they were doing. I it would be a good way for DC to continue to differentiate themselves from Marvel movies by instead of trying to build their own DC universe, and especially as Marvel's kind of leaning more towards the space fantastic version of things and. It, honestly, the the funnier side of things with you know the Guardians of the Galaxy and all that, uh, DC could lean towards these single one shot stories and fo- yeah, focus what, more on that's the, kinda, the that's cinema side of things rather than yeah. the the comic book side of things. It's, it's just the problem with that is that the the, the only character or, or, or area that they can really go with that is Batman and his and his ilk. They yeah, can't, they can't do a Superman movie like they did the Joker. I think they try to do they that, or, or, or like and a, it or, doesn't, it or doesn't. Like, a, like a Lex Luthor movie, you know. See, I well, think I that would, would play. I think yeah. that would play. But like a Lex Luthor movie would just would that just be like uh, like a Wolf of Wall Street, you know, or just like you know, a rich dude trying to take over the world type thing. I think I mean, Smallville like, did a pretty good job yeah. with with Lex Luthor. He was young. Yeah, I that that played. I you actually kind of felt sorry for Lex Luthor because his dad was. A, a major, major asshole and influence mm-hmm. on, on his life. Like, part of him actually maybe was a little bit good, but, you know, with the attitude that in the police that his dad put on him, kind of just, he was destined to, to, to do a bad thing. 
Or but, several bad things. Isn't Robert Pattinson the new Batman? And is yeah. this is that Batman going to be maybe a little darker? I don't know. They I don't know. know. We, the, they, they released a uh, quick, like, 10-second video of his... Just the front of his suit last week. Yeah. Does it have nipples? Yeah, I was going to say, and does it have nipples? The cowl of his mask. And the cowl, yeah, and Twitter was all a buzz. A lot of people, mostly a lot of people hate it because it, they, it, cause it because of the color. It may look red, and people thought it was like kind of Daredevil-like. Yeah, but I think that was just the lighting they just did the lighting, to throw you yeah. off, which people just quickly, Nicole, just photoshopped and well, just... And lighting in movies can change pretty drastically from the the beginning stages through the editing phases. I mean, yeah. They, they always edit that kind of thing, so that's not necessarily a final look. And I don't know what kind of... I haven't seen anything about like a, what the plot summary is going to be, but uh, we know Penguin's that, in it, right? Yeah, or it's from Penguin and Catwoman. She's, uh, Zoe Kravitz is playing Catwoman. And Who is the Penguin? I think it was somebody that I kind of recognize. It's a name actor, but I can't. Yeah, I can't right remember. I, say, I think Robert Pattinson has the chin for Batman. He's got a bat chin. Yeah, he's got a good chin. They definitely. You need a good. They chin left a tight-fitting cow mask so he could show off his chin. And, and he's British, so that's. I mean, that's Bruce Wayne. That's always good for him. Yeah, yeah. British actors are the best. Yeah. Uh, so, and then another film that we saw that was nominated for oh. best, best picture. Did you have somebody? Colin Farrell? Colin yeah. Farrell's the Joker? Or the, 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 the Penguin? The Penguin? Yeah. Uh, he's the Penguin or the Riddler? Yeah. He's actor Colin Farrell will be playing DC Comics okay. character Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah, the ah, Penguin. That's the, that's the code name. Best known as Penguin. Yeah, well, Riddler's going to be in it also, too. So that's a lot of villains. So I don't know what they're... It's almost like uh, they doing the, the original 1960s Batman movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> I get the four major ones. Yeah. The Joker's a nice surprise. Uh... The other movie that we saw, Best Picture Tower, was Jojo Rabbit, which is a comedy comedy take on Nazism, because everybody knows that's hilarious. It's like a slapstick comedy. Uh, So it it was directed and starred... uh, uh, Taiko? Yeah, Takiki Matiti, or whatever his name is. (laughs) Taiko Watiti? Yes. Who actually I thought was maybe the best part. Maybe, oh, the kid was good. Okay, I mean, so, so it, this the floor is your center. Go for it. Let's first because I didn't let's like Let's first it. be honest. Matt watched like twenty minutes of it and was like, "I'm Not done impressed. with this. I'm bed." <laughs> and I was like, "This is great. I'm yeah. loving that. I'm just sitting there laughing." And it felt very Wes Anderson ish to me. Mm. Have you have you guys seen it? No. no. Oh, you'd really sure. like it. I um, think I would know, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen trailers. I've seen yeah. the trailers. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it without won, it won best adapted screenplay, so it's, there's got to be it's based off something. So. Right. Yeah, it's it's based off of a book. Um, mm-hmm. I won't spoil anything, but obviously it's happening during the diary World, World War II, no. and there's he, he dies at the um, end, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a little kid whose mother is played by Scarlett Johansson, uh, and he grew up wanting to be, you know, he was a Nazi. Yeah. He yeah. idolized Adolf Hitler to the point. Hitler was play like was his imaginary friend, and he went to Nazi camp, which was hilarious. Uh, who was the guy? Jason Schwartzman, who played as camp counselor. Was it? No, not Jason Schwartzman. You're thinking about the other one. Uh, he was in. Uh, he, he's won a lot of Oscars. Yeah. Jason uh, Schwartzman only does. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, that's the, really the guy that did uh, uh, three billboards in 
Blah, 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 blah. Oh, anyway, he was right. really funny, and Rebel Wilson also played a part. As Rebel Wilson counselor. was actually pretty funny, uh, and so it's just funny because you know he grew up idolizing Hitler and wanted to be you know in the army and all that, and then he comes home one day and finds out that his mother has been hiding a Jewish girl in their house, and so it's about him coming to terms with that. Sam Rockwell was yeah, the Sam Rockwell. Think about, yeah, so. he was excellent. Um, it, it's just really funny, and like as we were talking about the Joker and why I didn't necessarily like it. That's kind of why I love Jojo Rabbit is because it was taking a really serious subject and having fun with it and just proving that, you know, even though this horrible, horrible uh, peer chapter of our history, y- you can still have fun with it through the characters and mm-hmm. humanity and stuff. I bet you should definitely see it. I definitely want to see it. Um, I get you too, Tyler. I, I have to do a lot of... A lot of- like mental and emotional labor at work, dealing, talking to people and everything. So, at the end of the day, if I if I want to watch a movie, sometimes just watching something straight, serious, pain, sadness <laughs> over and over, it's just a bit much for me. It's so a good thing like, you married Santa, because that's the movies that he doesn't like at all. No. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about some of the other Oscar moments. Uh, so they always start off the Oscars with the uh winner for the best supporting actor and no surprise brad pitt won just as he did for the golden globe for uh once upon a time in in hollywood he gave his oscar speech he made comments about uh him getting 45 seconds which was 45 seconds more than some political person got in front of the senate john bolton doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't want to get political Santa, but yes, that's correct. Movie. <laughs> yes. Um, so, not surprised. Whatever. But, uh, but Tyler was, uh, told me a little bit of a little birdie because it says something about uh, his 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 award speeches. So he, what what was it? He uses a speechwriter. Yeah. So the, yeah. these are not his words at all. Uh, I mean, he made some of them maybe. But yeah, he uses I mean, like a well-known speech. Writer. But he still, but he still reads it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he still yeah. reads the script in front yeah. of him. Yeah. It took the moment out delivery. for me, though, Santa. I mean, he might give an outline and say, "Hey, let's hit right X, Y, and Z in the speech this time, Ed, or whatever the guy's right. name is." Give me a zinger. Give me lines. I don't, I don't know what he said during his Golden Globes win. I mean. I, like I just I want the natural Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't you know need this. I, I almost feel like you know he's cheating me out of his dude. Do you want a Do you want a Renee you know. Zellweger? Oh, that's what I was about to say. Like, no. oh, I didn't see her. She oh, she, she thanked crazy. everybody. Oh, it yeah. went on. I thought she was drunk or something because yeah. she kept going it's on and on, and it was just <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. Or or walking Phoenix. You know, talking with, about species. Well, you knew that was happening. But uh, what was he talking about with the cows and the milk? Because he's a vegetarian. Well, he, he was in a vegan. he was or in a, vegan uh, or he narrated a documentary about uh, uh, the milk industry. So that was his, milking yeah. cows is like rape or something. No, it's <laughs> uh they they to basically to milk a cow you have to the cow has to be pregnant or okay. or recently pregnant. You know, so they just, yeah they take away the baby. they take the baby away and then they you know oh. milk the, yeah. So. Not to mention the, the flatulence and that disturbing I mean, the this, ozone. This also brings me to a point that I think has been, Gatsby's weighing in on this too, um, that's been discussed a little bit, is part of why Joaquin Phoenix was so great as the Joker is because he's kind of off his rocker a little bit. 
I think he's like like the guy, uh, my two left feet or my left foot or the he's, guy who played, he, the guy who's the method actor. He played been, Lincoln and Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. He's been I, through some shit. I think he just he doesn't know how to act unless he's just fully immersed in, in in the role, and I think it takes a certain level of of he needs to pick type more, of person more to be cheerful that. roles. Yeah, I, I don't think he really wants it. I don't think that's what it what interests him. Um, Wouldn't that be weird? It would be very Joaquin weird. Phoenix in a rom com. <laughs> so, speaking of weird or maybe just unexpected, Santa Eminem performed uh, his Oscar-winning song "Lose Yourself" from Eight Mile that won in what two thousand and five or something like that. Like twelve years late or something like that. So my question is, <laughs> is why did somebody say, you know what, he deserves a second chance to do his performance? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the deal was with like they, because he didn't, he wasn't at the, you know, he didn't accept the, the award whenever he won it, the back in whenever he won it, and then it was just a whole, like they, because you know, you know, this year once again they didn't have a host, yeah, so they just had a lot of different people introducing somebody who was going to then also introduce something. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of, you know, weird. And so this, they had Lin-Well Miranda out there and he just introduced a montage of like, hey, movies have songs in them. Right, <laughs> yeah. And then like all these different songs and then... And there were some that were good, but there were other ones I was just like, why did we need to be reminded of that one? Yeah. And like, there's some obvious ones, like... Wizard of Oz, Summer of the Rainbow. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I thought they were going to do like Oscar winners or something. Yeah, like, some of those songs weren't even Oscar winners or anything. They're, and then it was like, I think ultimately, they wanted to give him one shot, yeah, one opportunity, <laughs> one, one opportunity. Yeah. It was like, I know he had he an album. It. He had an album come out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, and a great performance. And I'm not saying that it. I, I, I was upset that it happened. It the, just seemed some the, of the strangest, strange memes, thing out of context. Some of the I'm about memes to say, I can't, uh, it is a gift to those of us on Twitter, the, the yes. meme reactions. From, uh, Billie uh, Eilish looking confused and name? disgusted. Uh, Adina Menzel, she was just like... Oh, I know. The one, yeah. Well, there was somebody else that was just headbanging. They were just feeling it. You I know? Think uh, it was, Michelle that. Tran, she was into it. She was singing along to, to all... Yeah. You know, she knew all the words. But it, yeah, after the, fir- after the first initial shock of like... Yeah. Because, you couldn't really tell it was Eminem until you. Until <laughs> no, he didn't look like Eminem yeah, at all. He had the beard, he had the beard, and, and the dark the, hair. The sound wasn't great because you, you couldn't yeah. really hear him singing either. So. Yeah, I feel like minute. it was yet another Oscars trying to be hip and cool and get a you know a viral moment, and they did. I mean, mm. those reactions were all over the internet. So. Well, and by the way, I did hear that apparently, like, Billie Eilish has, like, some deep-seated fear of, like, Eminem. That was part of her reaction, which I didn't think it was but that But that bad. wasn't her, that, her reaction when she had, like, the face where she looked confused or whatever. That was something else altogether. It was to Amy, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, or Maya Rudolph. Which I also didn't think that was that big, well, that was yeah. hilarious, but, but her reaction wasn't funny. that's what pissed me because she was, like, looking like, what the heck? And they're like making great jokes up there. I was like, don't, don't disrespect. I don't. I think they just caught her like in a moment where she smelled a fart. To be honest, <laughs> but because I, I thought Davey Fuller and Maya Rudolph was very funny. Yeah. So I thought like the the cats hosts like James Corden <laughs> and Rebels. Rebels. Is that them just trying to get like their money's worth out of those costumes? I don't. I don't think they did. They wear costumes. I don't think they wore or costumes. It was all CG. It was all CG. Right? Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you see like the 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 visual effects artist that tweeted back saying oh, like no. you, 
You guys weren't making tasteless jokes about the fact I worked 80-hour weeks and got laid off after the movie, right? Mm. (laughs) So, overall, not a bad Oscars, I don't think. It's aight. It's aight. So, uh, I'm glad... We, we covered it for what it was. I don't know if anybody else has anything more to say. I think they, the need, they need a host. Really? I'm okay with it. It, it allows them for more speeches, which is what I like. But it, it, It's still even like they... they. I mean, it obviously still ran long. I, th- I think it was just not a good flow to it. At okay. Least, at least with a host, they can... Who would you have host? I don't know. Uh, you know Ellen. Yeah. Billy Crystal. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Do millennials know who who Billy Crystal no, is? Billy Eilish probably doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish is like Crystal a is. Gen Z. Yeah, uh, Ellen would be good. She's I done think. it before, right? Yeah, she's done yeah. it before. Yeah. But who? She had that, that the, the world's most sweet selfie. Right. Yeah. So, um, I I'm not against having the Oscar, uh, uh, Oscar host. Um, I I don't know if it needs it though. What What do you think, Nicole? I think I'd be fine with a host. Um, it would provide some cohesiveness in between. I some would, consistency. A I gel would, that binds. The glue. And like the performance with Janelle Monet in the beginning was great. And I would yeah, have been fine like if she that. had stayed up there and just led everybody through everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's the job of the host. And it, it kind of ended awkwardly with uh, Jane Fonda on stage just like waiting for the, the final speech to be said. And then, oh, yeah. And then the lights went down, and then they were still talking, and then Tom Hanks was like, hey, turn the lights back on. Oh, then, that's who should Oh, that, that was... That I was, was just see would be That good was bad at, producing. Yeah. I think Tom Hanks should be the host. <laughs> that every, would be kind of good. I, every I, year until he died. <laughs> well... <laughs> they already treat him like he's... He's going him, to be in yeah. more movies. I mean... <laughs> I, I don't think it's fair for well, him to be able to... maybe just next year then. <laughs> maybe. Uh, so, it's not a podcast, apparently, this year if we don't talk about, uh, TV shows that we've seen on streaming services. So, Santa, Nicole, the floor is yours. You've got Netflix, you've got other streaming services. What have you been watching in the last couple of weeks that you want to tell the Guy Girl Santa podcasters at GuyGirlSanta.com? So, Santa, Santa and I has discerning taste in TV shows. And Do tell. <laughs> I don't believe this. He de- Well, he loses interest pretty quickly um, if it doesn't meet his mysterious list of mental criteria. But, mm. but That's a whole podcast in yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah. One that we stuck with was the October Faction on Netflix, which is based on a... Based on a have you heard about this, Tyler? Because yeah. you are our streaming war guru. I have not. So tell us about our October Faction, Nicole. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> Star is, is about a family of, they're basically monster hunters. Like, ah. so you have the, the two parents who are, they're, they're the, uh, the dad, he was born into it. His, his dad a was a monster family. hunter. They're a rich family. And then, a Van Helsing, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but their kids are, are they don't know about this world. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like part monster hunting and then part like teen drama because the, the kids are, they're, they're, they're in a new town. Uh, and then they're in, uh, they're freshmen or sophomore in high school, so they're mm. having to go to a new. And then they're like, you know, getting bullied, and like the because the, their parents are 
Monster Hunters. Mon- yeah, and the male character, he's he's gay, and the female character, she's like super smart, but like very antisocial, and so she gets bullied by the the mean girls and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and then and then so he- I've heard a combination of Monster Squad and Shit's Creek. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 not it's not like great, but it's it, it you know I just wanted to like see where it it, it was going. Is know? that so, is that relatively new or? Yeah, I, mean, I think it came out like maybe early or mid January. Uh, we just started watching. Strange that they didn't bring ago. it out in back in October or Halloween. Yeah, yeah. it would have felt right at home around Halloween, or even like November would have been good. I think it would have been lost in the some of the other. I mean, it it, it is kind of like under the radar now. Yeah. Uh, just one season? Right now, yeah, they just finished their first season. Uh, they, they left room for more. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard much about they, it. They so. haven't picked up for a second season. Uh, no, no, no idea when that's coming out. But are you going to consider all, uh, uh, a continuous watch? There, Nicole, is it sold you? It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it was it was good, solid. You know, like vampire killing and. Oh, but so team my power. question is: is I think well, a show like that, it's it's. How convincing are the are the monsters? Well, I mean, they're they're just like they're yeah, vampires and and werewolves and uh, the occasional witch, you know. So they're basically very human like. You know. So it's yeah. it's very easy to make them look good. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, another one you mentioned, which I think is pretty popular. Tower might have seen this one, The Boys, Mm-mm. on yeah. Amazon. We watched The Boys on Amazon. That's a superhero type show. It's pretty you know based off a comic book series ah okay no it it came out like mid middle of last year on amazon Uh, we finally got around to watching it Uh, that is very violent it's a very violent show (laughs) describe what is very violent because i mean think of like you know like superheroes you see them do their thing but you don't know what they do behind the scenes Okay. And so they're they they you know they they they're just like us. They they like to party and or what if you gave, and do like, other things. They that, get high. They have sex. What if yeah. you give superhero powers to a bunch of like frat fuck boys? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. So, so this is where the boys come in. The boys are there to like to, to keep, try to keep them in check. Was this on like a TV like on television first before it was on Amazon? No, or? no, it was it was always on Amazon. Yeah. So who yeah, stars so. in it? It's uh, Carl Urban. He's the main character. Oh, like from um, Star Trek, Star and, Trek, and, and Thor: Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he's in everything. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. He, he's in everything, nothing. Yeah, and it has been picked up for a second season, mm. which I think is uh, later this year. But mm. so it's 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 a pretty quick watch. I think it was only eight episodes. Uh, Gatsby is not liking your selections <laughs> at all. <laughs> So speaking, just, just mostly just doing comic book stuff. I mean, uh, but what, what were you gonna say? Speaking of streaming yeah. on Netflix, something very important got released. Oh, oh are we talking about the trailer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stranger Things Four. Stranger Things Four. Guess who's back unexpectedly? From but Russia unexpectedly. with love. Well, was, uh, we were talking we were about talking. earlier. Like they, at least they got it out of the way. We yeah. know we. I mean, I agree. No need for spoilers. Will he? Won't he? Just, just yeah, he's back. Obviously, that shouldn't be a surprise though, because the way the the last season ended, didn't they show somebody in a cage or something? Well, but they 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 didn't didn't show show him; they just referred to him as the American. Oh, everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, what I would have done if you really want. Well, first off, I don't think you could have kept it secret. There's just too much. But if you wanted to have a twist, you just show another American character that just so happens to also be in the Russian prison. You're like, oh, I guess it's not uh, uh, 
What's it? Hopper. It's, I was about to say copper. It's not <laughs> Hopper. It's, it's that, I don't know, the scientist yeah. from season one or something well, like that. I mean, but maybe that's not part of the plot, so well, they have only one choice to do it. We, we, know, we know it's going to be Hopper because he's going to be in Black Widow playing Red Dynamo. The same character, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm sure the main conflict will be Eleven getting back Hopper and reestablishing their relationship as father-daughter and healing and moving on from there. Well, they're also, it seems like they're taking the, the show out of uh, Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Does, does Stranger Things have to end at some point? I think so. Yeah, maybe two more seasons. Well, I mean, these the, kids are getting the old. kids. The kid, believe me, the kids <laughs> were past age this season. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I think this is it. I, I you can't go into college. I mean, this no, the, not, the, the, the nostalgia not, is going I think to be this wear season off. And another one. No, I, I, I actually would be perfectly fine with it being done this season. Because what year would this would be like 85 now? They're, well, that's what going I was going to ask. Like, how long can you ride that 86 maybe. Yeah. I think I remember hearing that they had a five season. The other option yeah. is is that they bring in new children Nobody characters. Nobody wants new kids. No. no. Nobody wants to see the new guy. No, but they have. Pop- I don't know. They you can't say America without Erica. I mean, <laughs> I mean they, they 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 almost tra- they almost tried to with that that episode when she went to Chicago. You know, I about to say like they yeah. kind of established that they could bring in other powerful characters that have been experimented. But everybody on. hated that episode. So. <laughs> That's but. one episode. In the like, end, it's it's about Eleven and yeah. her friends, and it, you know, I don't know. Eleven's going to get too old. Too. So, um, was was there? Because I watched it and I felt like it was an hour and twenty minutes. Not an hour and twenty minutes. A, a minute and twenty seconds. And the first minute was just the build up of the co- Hopper reveal, and then it was twenty minutes of black. Did I miss something, or was that just it? That's it. That was, that was just it. It was no re- no release date or no release window or anything. No. Hmm. Well, it's always been released here on a holiday, right? Christmas, Halloween, Fourth of July. So I was thinking maybe it'd be a year from now and they'd release it on Valentine's Day. Can we get like a? It was called From Russia with Love. Can we get like a good like Red Dawn type of feel going? Would be too far from now. Red Dawn's got like the older, you know, characters, you know, older teenagers or whatnot. Maybe that's the kind of feel that we should go. Yeah, a little bit of that. So I don't know. I know this is not a Red Dawn crowd. <laughs> Tyler, other than the one that we just started watching, which we'll get to in a second, do you have any other streaming ones that you've been on? There was something you were watching that was silly that I, I laughed at. And uh, Shit's Creek? Well, there's Shit's Creek, Shit's yes. Creek is amazing. If I don't know if I've talked about it on here. But... So, tell... And it's not shit, S-H-I-T, it is shit, S-C-H-I-T-T-S. Right. So give us the premise of Shit's Creek. I would hope everybody listening to this has heard of Shit's Creek. Um, but if you haven't, if you don't tell them. it's a Canadian comedy sitcom about a family who's very, very wealthy, and they lose all of their money, and they only can fall back on this town that the dad bought for the son that was called Shit's Creek. And he bought it because it was a funny name. Uh, and so they have to go live in this hotel in the town of Schitt's Creek and adjust to being poor people. And it's very, very funny. Um, it's got Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. Two great two classic great, comedian um, Canadians. And Eugene Levy's real-life son 
plays his son in the in the TV show, and it's great. And there's probably if you, if you haven't seen the show, you've probably oh, seen yeah, a meme yeah. or a meme with this guy. Is he getting in that show also? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So he is wonderful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's just really good, and I actually watched the first season like forever ago, and it, I think it was an FX show. I think. Yeah, it was on FX, and then it moved to the Canadian uh, network Pop SCTV. Um, no, it's, a, it's I, the first time I watched it, like the first scene that season, I didn't get very into it. Uh, and then my sister started watching it and was like, you just got to get through the first season. Then it picks up and sure enough, it did. And it's absolutely hilarious. Chris Elliott's in it too. Chris Elliott. That was, yeah. Somebody he's, else he's, he's very, very funny. Uh, but no, it's great. Um, I also watched the sequel to, to all the boys I've ever loved, which oh. is PS. I love you. And Wait it's for that. I have 30 minutes left in that, so... But it's it's really good. It's very I watched, cute. Uh, when the three of you were out at a basketball game, <laughs> I stayed home, drank a glass of wine, painted my nails, and watched Miss Americana. The oh, team. we oh, watched that, too. We did, too. Yeah. So, was, so what do you think? Because you and Santa are arguably the biggest Taylor so Swift fans are fingers. Okay, so we, we can't spoil it. Oh, we have to be I mean, careful with the spoilers. I, I, I don't told, think there's a lot of spoilers. She told me I gave him it. the I don't think thing. there's a lot of spoilers, but no. Great topic. Tell us your thoughts. Um, I really did not expect to like it, and I ended up liking it. Um, obviously, it was like a carefully crafted look into Taylor Swift's life. You could see right, yeah. that she had manufactured this image of herself, but I really appreciated getting... A glimpse at parts of her that she hadn't really shared that much before. Um, the things I found most compelling were when she talked about her eating disorder. I thought that was mm-hmm. that was really powerful, and um, just about how she kind of shifted from focusing on what other people thought of her to what she wanted to do, and how that kind of happened with the the Kanye the Kanye moment and the TV Video Music Awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked um, just seeing her do her songwriting. Yeah, like, I that was she's so talented. I I didn't expect to like those parts as much either, um, but it it was really nice to see how much of a hand she really has yeah. on that whole process. Um, so even just like the little moments, like walking onto the stage for the Reputation tour, and you see like four dudes behind the scenes like moving lights and shit, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Big deal, like right. Lots going on here. Like, what must it be like to have that kind of life, where every everything that is around you mm-hmm. is for you? Obviously, like, seeing her cats was great. <laughs> they had, they stole did. the show, especially like she had like that really impressive backpack. With yeah, the, cat. the, the little. <laughs> we were talking about that at work the day after. Like a coworker, I was like, Taylor Swift really loves her cats. She has an astronaut backpack for them. <laughs> she feeds them, you know, cat food in a. On wine dish or yeah on the table yeah. or whatever um so my take was and i i like taylor swift i'm not a huge you know obsessive taylor You're not swift a swifty. Fan. i'm not a swifty but i i do recognize that she can put out some pretty good songs uh my most impressive thing that i got from it was just how self-aware she was mm-hmm. and that translated me into thinking that she's a lot smarter than maybe i previously gave her credit for yeah. Uh, I did not necessarily think her to be a self-thinker. I felt her to be probably a, you know, a music-generated thinker. Mm-hmm. And it was clear from the documentary that 
not only does she have her own ideas, her own thoughts about what who she wants to be and, and what she wants, the message she wants to say, um, but that she is also very self-aware about who she is in her moment mm -hmm. and how she has to like remind herself not to fall into a trap of believing she's something other than who she thinks he is. Mm -hmm. So I think that definitely translated into her talking about her eating disorders or just obsessing too much about looking at pictures of herself. Mm -hmm. um, I also thought it translated into... So when uh, Reputation came out, I didn't think it was that fantastic mm -hmm. of an album. I thought it was sort of just meh. Uh, and this was after the whole you know, mm -hmm. period of time where she kind of just went into isolation. Mm -hmm. And she was waiting there for to find out, you know, what kind of Grammy she was going to win, and she did get or nominated for her. She didn't really get nominated much for anything. And she said herself, you know what, I didn't put out a good album. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I got to do, I got to do better. And I think for somebody to say that, Tyler, is, is, is a tough thing to say. And I also felt like her, her, her album after that, was a reflection of, hey, this is me doing better. Because I thought her, her, her last album, her recent album, was way better than Reputation. Yeah, she had another telling quote, and I'm sure I'll butcher it, <clears throat> but it was like, I know that I'm not, people are going to stop, stop caring about me very soon. Like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach my peak, and I'm, out, I'm on the edge of that all of the time. So that kind of is what pushes her. She also kind of made it seem like if it was a guy, it wouldn't matter as much. Or it would matter less. Like, I, I have a chance of not being relevant. Yeah. But as a woman, I actually have to always reinvent my look. Well, yeah, and you can see... How old is Taylor Swift now? Is she 30 yet? She's 30. She just yeah. turned 30 December 13th. You can kind of see her grow up a little bit. And I thought that was kind of fascinating, too, to see how young she was whenever she started getting famous. And how, as she's gotten older, she is caring about more than just... Music, she got into politics. That was a big focus of the, the latter yeah. part of it. I thought the politics stuff, I was ready to be a little cringy at that. And yeah. I didn't want to see Marsha Blackburn's ugly mug so much on my Taylor <laughs> Swift documentary. Um, but what I thought was great about that was that you saw, again, that kind of like self-aware part of her. Because ultimately, it didn't really matter that she spoke out because... Right. The election didn't go as she had wanted, so she was saying it wasn't enough and I need to do more, and then it shows her talking to other kinds of people. Mm -hmm. um, but it also, I mean, it I'm, wasn't devastating for her. It wasn't like she got yeah, dissy chick. She, she didn't. Although everybody else made it seem like this will be the end of your career, and mm -hmm. she's also just like, if it's the end of my career, so so be it. But I, I can't, out, I can't yeah. not say something with mm -hmm. the million of followers right. that I have. But I appreciate the fact that she was cognizant enough to say, like, well, you know, it wasn't. I didn't do enough last time. Maybe I can yeah. try to do more next time. I'll be curious to see if they do like a part two because so much has happened in her life since that stop filming, which I would assume was. Oh, yeah. Oh, the scooter drama? Yeah, I mean, that, I feel like that's got to be... That would be extremely juicy documentary drama. Yeah. Um, they also didn't cover anything about any of her relationships, which I'm sure was a very conscious decision on, on Taylor's part. Probably in the contract, part. yeah. But, <laughs> so, but I wanted, like, 
something. Well, she didn't want to talk about all her exes when she's in the middle of a very committed relationship yeah. now. Yeah, but yeah. Well, oh, that's true. But yeah. they could have mentioned something about Joe Allen, or a picture would have been nice. Yeah, I saw that, a funny tweet that came out. I couldn't tell if it was serious or sarcastic. Whenever Miss Americana came out, it was like, oh. You know, I'm so proud of Taylor Swift for talking about her life. She never does that. And I was, I read that and I was like, that's sarcastic, right? Because she does yeah, that totally. in her songs all of the time. Mm-hmm. But it was from like the Vulture New York Magazine like Twitter account. So I don't think it, I don't know. <laughs> so speaking of relationships that, uh, you know, build out mm-hmm. on, on uh, media or TV or reality TV, Tyler and I have an excellent recommendation to our based off on our, our friend Barney. Love is Blind on Netflix. Have you have you seen this one thumb through it as you're going I through? I think you were talking about this on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw the icon for it on Netflix and I was like, so to be fair, it's just another freaking another reality <laughs> it's daily another show. Another dating show. Just like there's the Bachelor or the Bachelorette on a night. Which one is it tonight? Which Bachelor? one? It's nice Bachelor. Yeah. Whatever. It's it's still <laughs> the same. How does thing. it compare to the Circle? We the Circle the we haven't watched yet. So oh. the Circle, it, it's close. Okay, so the Circle is. I can invent my own personality, and I don't even get to speak verbally, vocally. Everything is on just strict I am, which actually kind of plays a part because some people, albeit some prejudicial assumptions, they they are making some assumptions of who's behind the wall because they can't see they can't see each other, but they can hear them speak vocally, and it's not just me thinking about what I'm going to text back, it's me actually, I'm going to have to say something back because we're, we're actually right there. We're just, there's a wall between us. Um, so the premise of the show is there's like, what, 10 guys and 10 girls. Let's say there's 10 guys, 10 girls. And they are put into these living quarters separately. All the guys are in one end yeah. of, the, of, the, of the house or warehouse. Apartment, whatever. And all of the women on the other side of the warehouse. And in between are little cubby rooms that one person goes in at, at a time. So the guys have five cubby rooms and the girls have five cubby rooms and they all just alternate rotating round robin through the cubby rooms so they've dated every subnote. And that's all they do speed every dating. day. Yeah, speed dating. Yeah, like it, that's just, it becomes their life. And it's fascinating because obviously you can't see the person so you're basing your... Can you connection. See, can you see an outline? Nope. No. Can't even see an outline. Um, so you're basing your connection just on, you know, vocal interaction and conversation. And, I mean, in the first episode, somebody proposes after five days. How dramatic do you have to be? I don't even think it was five days. It was It was, short. It was like three or four so days. So they set it up to where... Now, they, they let you know that you have to propose in order to move on to the, the next phase. And not everybody proposes. So people we just right. never even see from again. Which are probably the smart people. Probably. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm getting out of this. This is dumb. I signed up for a dating show. Right. I didn't know. Like, they literally go on the first day. They have no idea that they're never going to lay eyes on the person yeah. that they're going to have to propose to. But it's an interesting concept. Um, so we're, I think, what, four episodes in? Yeah. So now all the people that have 
wanted to propose have proposed, and now they're in a Mexican, you know, vacation spot, getting to know. They've got to know each other. They get, they've seen emotionally. Each other. Yeah. But now that they have proposed in person, they're going to get to know each other, Nicole, physically, biblically. Biblically, <laughs> yes, yes, and things things evolve. Now, I will say though, Nicole, because you you mentioned like, can you not even see the outline? No, you you basically see nothing. But all of them are worried about who's going to be on the other end. Believe me, they're all attractive people. Yeah, like I you, think you know, uh, you know, yeah. by and large you know, attractive people. Well, I was thinking it would have been interesting if they had, like... A dwarf? Well, like, exactly. Like, handicapped. <laughs> I mean, can't no, say like, this with me. I mean, dwarves are funny. No, no but, like, if you pick somebody who is physically handicapped or in a wheelchair, wheelchair-bound in some ways, that's, like, something people would say wouldn't be an issue we, or that you Or a very, we, very we, large person. We also brought up about yeah. a, somebody that was disabled. Or blind. Or, or, yeah. or a dwarf. Or just any number of things. Like, I feel like they're people. not willing to push yes. the envelope that much. Yes, and these people were not real people. But it's like, if you just yeah. pick, like, attractive people of, like... Which they totally did. Yes, that's totally. Not, yeah. That's not the juicy drama I'm looking for. I mean, for. they're relying on interracial relationships. Like, there's one... That, that's couple, the most edgy they're getting, yeah, though. Yeah, that's it. The most edgy pretty, is the interracial one. Well, there's the guy who has also been with guys, and his fiance doesn't know that. So. Yeah, who should have said that right. beforehand. So, but. but that's that's as far as they're going to go. Yeah. Probably. Some ages stuff yeah. is out there. A little well, ages stuff. Yeah, I would pick somebody secretly, like, 65. <laughs> you you might. Who's young at heart? No, I'm saying but if they, I they, were the producer for right. this, but like, they yeah. can. There, there's no rules that they can't say. Like they, mm-hmm. there's people that they know their age. Um, you can totally ask. Yeah. You know their ethnicity or race background. In fact, that was a mm-hmm. that was a I won't say a deal breaker, but it was a turnoff for some people. So yeah. there was like there was like this one woman uh, who was she was a like a was she you know, like a MBA professional like a cheerleader, or dancer, or whatever? Yeah. And her name was Diamond, and the guy just assumed that she was black and a stripper, and she immediately said, "Okay, done with that guy. Not yeah. going to get engaged to him because you're going to be that." Uh, and that guy turned out to be a major asshole. He was Shocker. Made. <laughs> a lot of these guys are are questionable. Um, so, uh, with any of these shows, Nicole, I always feel it's. If you sign up for this show, you're there's something a little bit unstable with you from the I get-go. Think, I think you sign up for these shows to make a name for yourself. You want to oh, network yeah. yourself. No, nobody actually wants to Find meet one. somebody. And don't sometimes they already have somebody? Like, isn't that like... The Bachelor, a, they do. The, the, the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, you always hear about, like, I broke up with my boyfriend or girlfriend to go on this show. I'm like... Did you break up with them, or did you just tell them, like, look, I gotta go do this show for a hot minute, and I'll be back later? Don't watch this one show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't turn your TV on Monday nights at 7. Believe me, when we have our private day, it's, there's no hanky-panky. So, uh, I do recommend Love is Blind. It's good out there. So, have you guys still watching Cheer? Santa Nicole? Or Man, you okay. wrap it up? I got to, um, who's the guy... Jerry? Jerry. Okay, so when Jerry didn't make Matt, I kind of stopped. 
Keep oh, watching outrage. because it's so stressful. Keep it is watching. stressful. And then I've seen Jerry. Uh, he was on Ellen. Yeah, he did the and Oscars. He, and I googled it. So. He still doesn't make Matt. Uh, he did. He made Matt eventually. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> See, you gotta keep watching. But that's it. Like I was saying, like it was so kind of depressing. I know he got the ring because they, they went to Daytona. And well, everybody yeah. gets the ring, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he played a significant part. And I mean, yeah, he that, it was just so. it was honestly it's such a depressing documentary. <laughs> all these kids have awful lives. They're they all do. depressed. They They're, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I mean, that that was still what. There's like twelve people on the mat. More than half 20, had... Uh, 20, 20 make Matt. They, more than half had a rough a, life. There's a lot of sadness going on. There's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of stress. The injuries is like the part Jerry. that I can't get past. I can watch Jerry on Ellen. <laughs> Jerry's yeah. going to have his own TV show soon. I'm Jerry's the next uh, Ross. Right. Uh, I oh, yeah. The guy I, that they had yeah, on the Jay Leno thing, yeah. Now I can't handle cheer in short doses. I can't just sit down and binge. Cheer. It's emotional. It it, exactly. it is. It is. But I'm I'm glad that you guys have kept with it, and please keep on keeping it. Well, so. uh, we did watch something that wasn't quite as emotional on Valentine's Day. Tell us, so we now we're going to talk about Valentine's Day, because it was just last Friday. What did you all do for Valentine's Day? We had day? an extremely romantic day. Um, we <laughs> Don't went... leave out any details. Start from the beginning. <laughs> we went to Taco Bell <laughs> for dinner. We spent $10.64. Was Taco Bell your first choice? No, it was not. We tried to go to, to, to Olive Garden. That did not work okay. out. And strangely enough, Olive Garden was full on Valentine's Day. No way. <laughs> well, it was what? also Friday night. Did you not make reservations at the Olive Garden? You can't, you can't make reservations. You can't. You know, of course we, not. We looked it up. Yeah. Uh, but everybody has list, a chain but, uh, shitty restaurant that they like. Everybody has one. I agree. I no, agree. And, and I'm not talking like Taco Bell or fast food. I'm talking yeah, a sit a, down, a sit down shitty family dining experience. For some people, it's Applebee's. I, some people I mean, like Chili's. Some people like Olive Garden. That's what I like because when I'm there, like Olive I'm Garden. family. Yes. <laughs> On that stretch, I mean, the, the J. Alexander's was packed. The Red Lobster. J. Alexander's is a step up. Red Lobster, f- free Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yeah, all, all three of those restaurants were packed. So we, it wasn't. We it wasn't. Bell. Just packed. It was like cars were waiting in the street to turn into yeah. the parking lot. Well, Cool Springs a little nuts. Cool, yeah. And so you probably had some high school dates there out there too. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they were all at the movie theater. <laughs> they were all, all right. So, so we got some Taco Bell, and then y'all went to the movie theater. Yeah. We did. We went to the AMC, and I realized why I don't like AMC movie theaters because they're all awful. Well, what's different from the AMC versus, let's say, the Regal, which is like we usually go to? Uh, no recliner seats. Oh, no. no that that's not, just hands not down. Not recliner seats. How not, do you live? I felt like that. I was like, why am I even here? <laughs> like, I guess I, I, I shouldn't have assumed that would have recliner seats. They do you, have recliner seats I mean, in some of the theaters. But do they have reserved seats? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, so yeah. we fell into that trap, too. Yeah. We saw some Been movie, there. and we thought it was reserved, therefore it was recliner. Yeah. It is not. It is tricky. So watch out for that, listeners. Just because it is reserved does not mean it reclines. And what did you go go see? We saw probably the most romantic movie out there. (laughs) Um, Try not to be too jealous, but it was Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) I thought, you know... Let me guess. Santa picked this one out. 
Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, no, I wanted to see it. I did. I did want to see it too. You guys are both gamers. I grew you guys up, both played Sonic. I grew up playing Sega Genesis. It was the first video game system we ever had. Oh, was it? Sonic the Hedgehog was the first video game. Yeah, we well, yeah, it, it was the Mario of of, of, of the Sega, Sega Genesis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, um, it was not good. What was the overall <laughs> premise? Did you learn how Sonic became fast? No. Did you learn anything about Sonic that you didn't know before? No. I, 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 they created some new character, this giant owl that yeah. was like kind of like his his mom or something on this random planet, and she had these special rings that were basically let you teleport between to between worlds. Yeah, between worlds or you know wherever wherever you want to go, as long as you can visualize what it is. So mm. so like he's being chased. By these things, these things, and then she opens a portal to Earth, and and, and to Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming, and that's where she sends him. Of and, and, and then ten years later, we fast forward, and he's like living in a hole out in the woods, and you know, like stalking uh, James Marsden's character. James okay. Marsden's in this. The 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 guy from uh. Yeah, no, I that's just X Men. So yeah. yeah, Cyclops. Yes. Cyclops. Yeah. He he's. He's uh, uh, an easygoing country sheriff. Yeah, who wants? Who's dreaming of, of bigger things? Uh, he wants that big city, Sandy. He wants to go San to San Francisco because he wants to become. He wants to actually save lives instead of fixing people's radiators or something. They, they show all sorts of cute scenes of James Martin helping ducks cross the road. And, yeah. Uh, and Jim Carrey's the villain. Jim Carrey's the villain. Is he the is he the bad guy villain Dr. like the inventor? Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, Doctor okay. Robotnik. Do they have tails? Is no. Sonic Sonic? Apparently, tails shows up in the end credit scenes. Uh, in a, so we didn't stick around. No, no, we didn't stick around. We left. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, everyone in there was a high school student, and I work with a lot of teenagers. But most of the teenagers I work with are like eighteen, nineteen. So I don't see a lot of fourteen, fifteen year olds. Yeah. And holy shit, are they a whole new animal to deal with? First mm. of all, they made me feel ancient, and I'm not that old. <laughs> what was what was the moment where they made you feel? Well, old? You know that, I mean, you're not allowed to talk about. You remember the you know Walmart, that Walmart commercial? commercial with all the movies? They got Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure and Back to the Future. And yeah. a lot yeah. of good they like said, little nostalgia. They said, "Oh, it's this commercial with all these old movies." I'm like, Blade Runner 2049 <laughs> is not that old. First of all, <laughs> and second of all, what she followed it up with was. When my grandmother saw this, she went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like you little shit. <laughs> I, Didn't yeah. they mess up one of the movies too? Yeah, well, it was the Blade Runner car. They they said it was something. I can't remember what they said, but yeah, it was, it was definitely. It, it it did get me ready for Bill and Ted Save the Planet or whatever their face music face music because because I saw Bill in his gloriousness and yeah, that's what we're gonna get Alex from Bill. Winter. Yeah, Alex Winter, not Bill Winter. We cover this. Four times now. <laughs> uh, so uh, that sounds like a really great uh, Valentine's Day. We, we also ate tacos, not Taco Bell, but we Tyler. We we went to a local taco shop. It was good. We didn't see a movie. We just went to our local brewery and a local taco, and then we just kind of went home. We also had to deal with children, but only through the lens of our favorite bartender who hates children. And there were a bunch of kids coming in with their families. I guess it was like bring your kid to the brewery, the brewery on Valentine's Day, you know, night. And Leah, the bartender, her face just when children walk in is so great. She's just like she just 
you know, you all can't see this, obviously, just grimaces and just shakes her head. Counts the hours down until yeah, she's off work. Yeah, I looked over at her and I was like, well, Leah, you know, just get ready. She's like, oh, I'm clocking out. Yep. So I'm getting out of here. I'm doing my Hulu or whatever the one streaming service that she has and hanging out with her dogs and doing her own thing. Amazon Prime, I think. I think she's an Amazon Primer. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll end this with if, don't overthink this, but if you had to have your one Valentine's Day movie, what would it be? Oh man, that's hard. I will go with mine. I'll just go simple. I'm again. I'm not overthinking this, and I might change my mind the other day, next day. Pretty Woman, I think, is a great. You know, it's not Valentine's Day, as in Valentine's Day, like a love story. A love story. Yeah, yeah. I thought you know, it's it's funny. Julia Roberts is probably one of her best, you know, performances. Richard Gere, you can't go wrong. You got Greaseball, Jason Alexander. Um, it's a fairy tale, a little bit. Oh, the oh there he goes. There's the. Uh, there's Bill. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma you know, loves yeah, this. Yeah, the grandma loves this movie. All right. So mine is uh, Pretty Woman. Uh, top of your head, what do you got, Tyler? I don't know, man. Uh, to all the boys I've ever loved before. I don't know. Really? Yeah, so why it's is a that? Movie. It's it's good. It's it's you know quirky. It's a story that's been told before, but they do it in a fun new way, and the actors are are great. That Noah Centino kid, he's really going places in this world. So <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I just it's a funny movie, and I like it. All right, fair enough. You no put judgment. Santa Nicole, do you want to pick one? What's yours? Other than was, Sonic? The only thing I can think of was Love Actually, but that's not a... I thought of that one, too. Yeah, yeah. but that's... It's like a Christmas, it's like movie. A Christmas the, movie. The one I thought of was Speed. Speed. That's a good Speed's one. Speed's good. It's got Keanu Reeves. It's got... Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. It's got action. It's got a speeding bus. I'll tell you what, you really did. Life didn't mean for you to date Santa. If you're, like, single or sad on Valentine's Day, what movie are you watching? With your you know, glass of wine, and you know, do you want, do you want to, do you want to feel even more sad, or do you just want to like, you know, a good a drill in a rush? Yeah, and uh, maybe you can look at Keanu Reeves, young Keanu. Not too bad to look at. So, what does Sandra Bullock's character say? Like a uh, relationship based off of intense moments never really lasts. Never lasts. Yeah. Which, oh, ain't that the truth? Yeah, and ain't it didn't truth, because Sandra we Bullock. saw Speed Two, Cruise Control, and guess who wasn't there? Keanu. Guess who was there? Jason Patrick. And that's all you need to know. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. This was your special non-Valentine's, post-Valentine's, post-Oscar uh, recap. Uh, follow us on at Guy Girl Santa. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or any other of your podcasts, and uh, we will have Cameron back for episode 34 but thanks to mrs tyler and uh gatsby for weighing in we will uh listen to you or hear from you or talk to you next time